Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. everybody and welcome to ginger on ginger the podcast for two redhead comedians choose a word phrase or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens i'm jacob godby i'm alex tate and this week alex i wanted to you know kind of reconnect with our ginger origins i feel like we haven't talked about Mm. being redheads in a while ah yeah uh so yesterday i went on a date and it was a kayaking date on a lake in the middle of austin is there a lake in the middle of austin yeah it's like how in the how in the middle of Austin are we talking? Like directly downtown. It's a small lake, but it's there. Okay, so it's not very like private then. No. There'd be a shit ton of people around. Correct. And uh, there's lots of like kayak and paddleboarding, uh, like rental places. So yeah. we rented a kayak or we rented two single kayaks um, and we went out on the lake. I had put on SPF 30 and then we got oh, out on no, the man. <laughs> we got out on the lake and I put on some more and then we were out there and I kept putting more on and then I mean I know our listeners can't see this but you can Yeah I it's got bad. annihilated I and my legs are even worse like it hurts to bend my knees because I got burned uh, so bad Uh and showers are just fucking horrific I can't like yeah I can't take a normal temperature shower cuz it just feels like all these needles are like poking me oh dude Yeah and my coworkers today just had a field day with it all of them were just like laughing at me what'd you do this weekend <laughs> Um, so, you know, a lot of them have like darker complexions and they were like, I've never been sunburned that bad, let alone hardly at all in my life. And I'm like, Oh, it must be nice. <laughs> oh, I mean, I also, uh, for school, we went on a, uh, field trip. I can't make this up. I literally had to sign a permission form and everything. We went on a yellow school bus, um, which I think the last time I was on a yellow school bus was like 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. 70% of the people in my class felt it was necessary to ask me if I had put sunscreen on. <laughs> They're just, you know, worried about you. Yeah, they were just like, did, because our teacher was like, make sure you bring sunscreen like the day before. A, they all looked at me and I was like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then when we were there, you know, we were outside all day, literally for like 10 hours or something like that. And they were like, do you have sunscreen on? I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not 11 years old anymore. Yes. Like I've been through that. It's And I have like accepted tanning isn't going to happen. Yeah. All of you are not my mom. Well, see, and I'm darker now than I ever have been before, just by the very nature of living in Texas. Like the small amount of vitamin D I get when I go outside has, has, has darkened me a little bit, but not enough to, for like any real protection. Yeah. I mean, no, there's no way. One, <laughs> uh, one time, one time I remember I just like focused on my, uh, my feet because I wanted to get a Chaco tan. Mm. This was when I was like uh, 17 and I worked outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me all summer. Like I, I like started at like your SPF 70 or whatever and like slowly weaned down and down and down just on the tops of my feet. So I got like a tan and um it worked it worked by like the end of august it took me all month of being outside every single day and slowly weaning down sunscreen and i had like a choco tan on my feet and um it like imprinted itself in my feet for months it was kind of insane that is the lamest thing i've ever heard (laughs) isn't it isn't it isn't that a weird experiment like who else has to go through that just me um i'm gonna retry this ad alex uh today's episode is brought to you by condition one while stationed in africa u.s marine matt DeMaio faced his toughest challenge yet his diet 
Like many Marines, Matt wasn't eating real food on a daily basis. As a result, he had constant fatigue and low energy. What he needed was the perfect performance bar, a well-rounded protein bar made from real food, one packed with a full spectrum of amino acids and protein with complex carbs and healthy fats for sustained energy, muscle fatigue prevention, and more. So Matt teamed up with a nutritionist and Condition 1 was born. From soldiers and gym lovers to those with active lifestyles, C1 can help you reach your fitness goals without the dry, chalky taste. And to honor his military roots, every C1 purchase helps veteran nonprofits. Condition 1 is exclusively offering our listeners 10% off their next online purchase. Head over to GoCondition1.com. And use the code POD10 to get your protein bar today. I liked your voice change in the middle of that. <laughs> Thanks. It felt right. It felt appropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started yeah, yeah. talking about like complex carbs and healthy fats, and I was like, I got to get into this voice. <laughs> I got to do it, dog. <laughs> complex carbs. Sure. What's our word of the day? Yeah, our word, phrase, or concept today is... Something I've been battling with for the past couple of weeks, it's adulting. Ah, I wondered when we would get here. Just being an adult. In particular, I'm a little bit frustrated at how many trips I have to take to the grocery store. No, I don't think I realized that. And I don't know why just now in my life, I feel like I'm going to the grocery store a shit ton. That's weird. I go to the grocery store once a week. I get everything I need. I buy a lot of produce. I try to pick the most, like, like it'll last at least, you know, five to seven days. And um, I really, really try my hardest to never go to the grocery store except for on the weekends. What What are you dropping in a grocery store run? Um, How much? It, lately, so I, I've been trying to improve my diet, and lately it's like 70 to $90 a week. Oh, yeah. See, I've, like, touched 100 a couple times. I have to. And I... I think that just mentally freaks me out. So like when I go there, I'm like, oh, I'm only going to spend like 50 bucks. And then I have to go to the grocery store a shit ton. And I'm like, well, what's the point? If I'm going twice a week yeah, and spending 50 <laughs> bucks both times, why not just spend $100 one time and not go back? Yeah, you need to trick your brain into letting you do that so you don't have to keep going to the grocery store because I, that's so I stupid. hate them so much. And uh, they've gotten better for me because I bought some AirPods and they have the noise canceling feature. So I just walk around and listen to podcasts and like don't really care who's waiting. Wait, why do you hate groceries? I've never heard this. You hate grocery stores? Yeah, I just don't find them. I find them unappealing and, and crowded and... Just they make me like anxious. Do they have they always, or is this like a, a, a COVID related thing? I will say the first couple times I went after like COVID broke uh, was very very nerve wracking. But I've always not liked grocery stores, and I especially don't like going to the grocery store in my hometown while I'm visiting because a lot of people I know work there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a legitimate. That's a, I fucking hate running into people that I went to high school slash middle school with. Yeah. I, even if they're doing well. If they're doing well, <laughs> I hate running into them. Yeah. If they're doing poorly, I hate running into them. So it's like, I, you know, I don't want to hear about how good you're doing and I don't want to hear about how bad you're doing. <laughs> yes, I, I completely agree. I really don't. And then, you know, our grocery stores are so small in our hometowns that... It's not even the people that work there. It's just people at the grocery store. Like, like if you walked into the Albertsons in my hometown... Um, sorry, if I walked into the Albertsons in my hometown, I probably know like 50 to 70% of the people in it at any given time. <laughs> yeah, which is just an insane concept. I I think there's been enough turnover in my hometown in Jackson 
that I don't know if I would know a lot of people because I living here in Bozeman now, there's a lot of Jackson people here. They're like, oh, I'm from Jackson. And I'm like, who are you? Oh, interesting. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I, I didn't go to high school there. And I'm like, oh, I've like, I haven't met anyone that like went to high school there or anything like that, I guess. I want to talk about, um, I think it was a month, maybe two months ago, a time where I was very proud of my adulting skills. Oh, nice. Yes. So I was driving home from work and my engine cut to half power. And I said, so like a limp home mode or whatever it's called. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this isn't good. So I pulled off the interstate. There was no Riley's literally after the next exit. I yeah. walked in. I said, do you have a code reader? He said, yeah, here you go. I went, I read the code. It was my um, accelerator pedal. So then that's I went, already like above 80% of America. Right there. <laughs> yeah. So he looked shocked when I went in and asked, do you have a code reader? He was like, yeah, man, he just handed it to me. Didn't explain how to use it. He was like, if you know what this is, you know how to use it. Nice. Um, and I didn't, but I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's under the steering wheel. So I erased the code. Therefore, putting my engine back to full power so I could drive home on the interstate. And I called Lucas Tire Pros, who takes care of my car here, and they got me in the next morning. And I paid for it and got to go back to work. And all of this happened in like 12 hours of my life. And I was so proud of myself. <laughs> nice. That Yeah, I, that's a thing. I bet a lot of our generation, I was going to say for better or worse, but it's for worse. Um don't know what to do with broken cars. I had a boss in Los Angeles in his, I think, 40s at the time, early 40s. And during a meeting, I brought up something about changing tires. And he said he had no idea how to change his own tires on his car. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I um, a uh, friend of the podcast and a dear friend of ours, he's been on the show once. Uh, Trevor, I was in a car with Trevor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I was in a car with Trevor when Trevor got a flat tire. And to this day, Trevor will swear up and down that he could have changed that tire. But I sat there and watched him for like five minutes, try to get the jack under the rock. Like he was like putting it on the leaf spring instead of like the axle, like where the tire meets the axle. And I was just like, I, you got to let me do this. I'm not going to stand on the side of the road forever. And I just changed the tire for him. And he's like, I could get it. You just could get it a lot faster. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, good on him for trying. But I think growing up in a rural area has equipped us specifically with some different adulting skills than you might find as someone who grew up in like an urban area. The fact is we didn't always have everything, you know, right there for us. And so sometimes that leads to awkward things. We're also the last phone call generation. Yeah, I still actually... It's recently, I would say in like the last three years, my phone call rate has increased because it's like socially acceptable to not reply back to a text message for like 10 or 15 minutes. And sometimes I got to know shit right now. Yeah. Like I need an answer to whatever I'm asking you right now. Right. That's fair. And and if someone I know calls me, I usually answer it because that means it's like an emergency of some sort. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll like always answer if I like know if like the caller ID pops up. If it's non-caller ID, or like my parents, I will call them and they'll answer. And no, it's not an emergency. But if they call me, I'm like, oh shit, what's happening? Yeah, my dad, my dad will call twice in a row. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, you every single time. Like he'll call once, and I'm like at work, and I'm like, what, whatever. He'll figure it out. And then three minutes later, he'll call again. And then now I'm like shitting my pants. I'm like, what, what? Yeah. And he's like, nothing. How's it going? And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, well, I was like, well, why'd you call twice? And he's like, I don't know. I just thought maybe you didn't see my first call. I was like, no, I'm at work. He's like, oh, okay, I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, my grandma finally figured out that I will respond to text messages, but I will not always pick up the phone. Yeah. Because I can, I can steal aside for a second and text her back at work. I cannot call her and have the like minimum five minute conversation, you know? Yeah. Um, you, you brought up earlier that us living like a, maybe growing up more rurally has given us a skill set. It's also deprived us of some skill sets, particularly, uh, in my case, uh, you've lived in bigger cities now, but in my case, especially public transportation, man, terrifies me. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to read a bus table. Um, I don't know. I don't want to. (laughs) I honestly, yeah, even though I've lived and been to many major cities, I've really only used the public transportation in DC. Um, and I'm not overly familiar with it or how to use it. I, I figured it out, but I was like in high school, I had just like, you know, a sponge brain and stuff like that made sense. I, if I went back now, I would have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking to another friend of ours, uh, one Christopher Marucci, um, recently. And he was like, ah, oh, we, he was just telling a story about something and he was like, oh yeah. And then I just grabbed the subway down and I was like, you went on the subway? <laughs> And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, how was that? And he was like, the same as it is every day when I take it every single day. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh. Yeah, New Yorkers take the subway. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the cities I've lived in do not have a good public transportation system, though. Both in Los Angeles and Austin, you're better off, you know, taking your own vehicle or like Ubering than you are trying to catch the bus. Yeah, a lot of those Western cities just didn't give a fuck about public transportation when they built them. Well, they're more modern, and so the car was already a thing, and they built cities accordingly. Yeah, probably for worse, though. Los Angeles could use a public transportation <laughs> Yeah, a thousand percent, but you don't just you don't just start digging in the ground uh, there. Yeah, not now. <laughs> it's too late now. You got y'all effed up. Yeah. What, do you remember the first time you had to do your taxes by yourself? Yeah. And do you do your taxes by yourself? I yeah. I've, I've, um, except for one year where my parents said, Hey, we're giving ours to H and R block. Just throw yours in. I've done my taxes every single year. And I've had a couple weird years. Like when we did the delish show, Trevor and I started an LLC and delish didn't take any taxes yeah. out. So I just got murdered on the back end of that one. Yeah. And I, owe, I ended up owing like $800 or something the next year, Yeah, uh, which was a bummer. But yeah, I've, I've exclusively pre- almost exclusively done my own taxes. It's not that hard. You just like, I can get it done in like a half hour. When you used the, when you used H and R block, did you get any back? Did you get more back? Did you think it was worth it? I don't know. I was like 19 at the time. Um, hmm. but you know how much would i get back to justify paying for it i don't know exactly that's what, does it like justify the cost I yeah i have no idea uh, i use h&r block online now and it's really really simple <laughs> oh uh how old are you now 25 you off your parents insurance no next year oh okay i can't i couldn't remember dude that's the shittiest fucking process oh yeah that's that i i'm not looking forward to i gotta start lining like doctor's appointments up if i if i want any sort of therapy for the next few years i gotta get that out of the way it's it, oh my fucking just like and just seeing the quotes you will get as your insurance i was like mm, i can afford like 80 bucks a month <laughs> 
jokes dude no way it's way more than that it's all way more than that it sucks a lot even with an insane deductible i had to teach myself what a deductible was yeah that one i'm still not like i'm not overly sure (laughs) what a deductible is like i understand the concept but i don't get a deductible is how much you pay before the insurance will kick in yeah i know how that's just like what is that you know so the bigger the deductible usually the worse the the uh the the policy is dude so you know if you have like a thousand dollar deductible that's a crazy good policy you only have to pay it that in america's healthcare system that's right. a crazy good policy but i'll tell you my deductible is astronomically more than that i if i keep my current job i will have health care through them um but it's, it's not like phenomenal i don't think there's any dental coverage it's either dental or vision we have zero coverage and i hope it's not oh, d- vision because i need contacts to see like <laughs> nah, you got you got to give up on that i dude i haven't been to a dentist in three years that's because i can't pay for it yeah yeah that's what a bummer just i feel like anybody between 25 6 and 36 like there's just a whole like lost insurance generation there like yeah it, it sucks like I, i've been thinking about that a lot i devote a lot of time to thinking about that that is kind of my next big stage uh the other big stage i'll need to get a car for myself someday my parents have helped with my cars so far yeah 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 yeah. the, the pontiac is uh it's on its way out <laughs> yeah i'm it's at one hundred and twenty-five thousand right now okay and the accelerator just went out no it was just the pedal the connection to the pedal was rusty oh classic and so it rusted up into the electronics of the connector and then they just put a new one on there and that's good classic american quality right there <laughs> Well, to be fair, it is in the most, that car is in the most humid climate it's ever been in right now. I met some people in the store today or yesterday from Austin and they were so pumped. It was like 94 degrees here. Yeah. Cause a dry 94 is is like, yeah, they were like, this is great. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, and I was like, this is horrific. It was 70 degrees the other morning when I went to work for the first time since like May, maybe even April. And I was just like, oh. This is amazing. Uh, but you got AC in your apartment. I'm just, it's 86 in my house right now. I don't in the house. just have AC. I have central AC. Mm. And that's like, this apartment was built in the 70s, maybe even the 60s, and I have central AC. That's how integral it is to the Texas infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other thing with the, with the Dalton, and it's, it's kind of... Uh, apropos right now is do you remember the first time you got sick like as an adult yeah 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 and just no one a gave a shit and no one was there to take care of you oh yeah i mean i worked at a preschool for three years in college i've been working at one for almost a year again here um and it happens often where i just get sick and then i but that we talked about it on an early episode of the podcast the time that i thought that i had covid and i don't know maybe i did Uh, I just kept my dad on the phone. Like we literally logged like a five hour phone conversation because I was like, I feel like shit, dad, I might die. You need to stay on the line. Like (laughs) it was not good, but yes, I sincerely like, like I sickness affects my brain, dude. I trip hard when I get sick. Oh man. Fever dreams are a real thing. You fever dreams are whack. I can I tell you about my whack dream that I had just yesterday? It wasn't a fever dream, but it was a whack dream. Yeah. Yeah. I bolted up. I had a dream. So my uh, roommate works construction. He gets up at 5.30 a.m. ish. Okay. He's very quiet most days. He's very respectable. I don't hear him leave 
ever. He's just like gone in the morning. For whatever reason, I heard him. The wind caught his door or something and it slammed his door closed. And I was convinced that he had slammed the door to my room closed. And he was just like standing in my room. And I have like a... Like, right by the head of my bed is the door, and then on the other side of the door is where, like, you hang your jackets. So, there was, like, jackets hanging there. Those look like people. No, man. And I just freaked out. I have no <laughs> idea why. I no, There's no justification for that at all. I was just like, he's standing in my room! And then, like, like had to, like, bo- I, like, bolted upright and then, like, stared at my jacket and then, like, got even closer and was like, what the fuck? I hated it. Dude, I talk to myself when I'm sick. Like, I'll just lay on my couch and just be like, I'll just make noises, even more so than when I'm not sick. But, uh, I, <laughs> Do you? yeah, for some reason, I made stroganoff while I was sick. And then I, oh. a couple hours later, just had like this huge fart. And, well, that's <laughs> for some reason, that's not dude. For some reason, there's a, there's no, a reason no, no. you had, ate stroganoff and had a huge fart. For some reason, after that fart, I said out loud, I with a pirate voice, I went, Yar, there be the cream <laughs> cheese. <laughs> and I, I, I'm serious, dude. Like, being sick for me feels like I'm like slightly buzzed and I'm like tripping and I can't sleep in my bed. I sleep on my couch every time I get sick. Um, just, yeah. just something about being flat. Like, I can't do it. And so after I'm sick for three or four days, I almost, it almost feels like I'm like emerging from a cocoon. Uh, yeah. You know, when you become like normal again and you feel like superhuman for a day. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's always like a, um, a morning, at least for me, like it, I feel like I've never gradually come out of a sickness. Oh, it's true. Like, I yeah. Feel like you it's wake like, up shit, and shit, shit, yeah. shit, shit. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking fine. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> ta-da. Yep. Like you break the fever or whatever. And you're like, um, yeah, I remember I had the flu and pneumonia at the same time. I I remember that. Yeah. At the, uh, fuck, was that at the beginning of 2019? Beginning of 2018? Something like that. It was the sickest I've ever been in my life. And I was just horrifically sick for like a week before I went to the doctor because, uh, I hate doctors. Mm -hmm. Um, for super stupid reasons and everyone's like that's fucking dumb i hate them because i feel like that's where you go when you have big problems and i was like i don't know this is not a big problem it is Um, (laughs) and it was it was totally a big problem and the other thing is they were like i finally went to like an urgent care and she was like you're sick as shit (laughs) and she prescribed some uh some like antibiotics took the antibiotics broke the fever that morning and like woke up in a complete pool of my own sweat woke up at like 6 a.m i mean completely wet yeah oh yeah like i had been swimming pushed sheridan awake and she was like what and i was like i just want to tell you that i'm all better (laughs) (laughs) took me like a week of suffering the hardest i've ever suffered in my life and one day and i'm good yep 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 i'm trying to think about what else for adulting? I, I mean, I, I have been helped along by my parents. They're very nice about that. But um, for the most part, I'm, I'm fairly proud of a lot of the adulting I've done over the last few years. I mean, I live alone, so it's just kind of you have to – I've learned that things don't if, – if something needs to get done, no one else is going to do it for you. So if something needs to get done, I just do it, and then it's done. Like that is a huge yeah. thing. Like I, I just – do things when they need to be done and you won't have to worry about them later. Yeah, yeah. There's no 
stress. And for me, going back to college, that's like the most marked difference two weeks into college now that I've noticed. I've just like grown up. And when I just do my work, yeah, whatever work needs to get done, yeah. I just do it now. I don't like try to like haggle my way or like see if I can skate by and I'm like, oh, I can squeeze it in this hour and just do a shitty job but I'll, and I'll get a C on it. It's like, no, I, I get home from work at like five o'clock and I'm like, okay, now time to do like three hours of homework. <laughs> it's yep. fine. Yep. And, and I honestly, like, I was a lot more like buttoned down and straight laced when we were performing together, like in college. I, I was very head down. I wouldn't say that I was necessarily good at adulting, but I, but I, I thought that I was. <laughs> yeah. And ha- have you had the experience of what? So sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, I'm not. I feel like I thought this way when I was 18, you know, like, yeah. And then I, especially now I'm hanging out. No, I'm not hanging out. I'll be honest. I have no friends. I'm in class with some like 19 year olds and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, fuck that. No, they're children. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you are, ch- you're little babies. Yes. Actual <laughs> children. I, I feel the same. Like every, every, even when I think back to what I was like at 22, when I moved to Los Angeles, I'm like, thank God I've matured since then. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I just, it was insane. But when you're young, you feel like you are an adult and you are mature and you know everything. I I literally laughed at one. I almost had a friend, but then I laughed at his face because he was like, we exchanged numbers cause we were working on a project together and he texted me this weekend and he was like, Hey, do you want to, come to my dorm room we're having some drinks <laughs> and i laughed at him oh no i laughed at him i was like no yeah. i'm not fucking doing that no way yeah one just you dude nothing sadder than a 27 year old getting caught by an ra <laughs> oh my god and also like i'm super over illegal drinking yeah even though it would be legal for me like I, I that's what i texted him i said i said when you're 21 and you want to go grab a beer at a brewery i'm i'm fucking down yeah <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like sneaking around anymore uh, yeah no not to have friends that are you know sophomores in college or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. i was like oh god oh man and so now i don't have a friend but I think it was the right call. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm of two minds about adulting. I mean, obviously, parts of it suck. The, the one part I'm, I'm very, very not looking forward to is when friends and relatives start to pass away. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I hang out with my grandparents, um, that's all they talk about. Is themselves dying? They just, they just talk about them. Their, all their friends are dying or oh, dead. My grandma and talks they, about that, and, too. And how they are prepared to die yeah that's it that's like all at least my grandparents that's all they talk about they're like all of them are pushing 90 and they're just every time they're just like well leonard died i'm like okay i don't know who leonard is i'm sorry it seems like every time i call my grandma oh we had a funeral this weekend and i'm like i'm so sorry (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i was like oh okay but it's coming up i've lost three great grandmas since i've been alive and like no one else so in the next like 10 years that is un- that's unusual i know i know, know. it's gonna be the next 10 years are gonna be rough i'm not looking forward to that part of it and but i hope that and this is a sincere hope i hope that everyone dies like in the order they're supposed to like i want to live longer yeah. than my parents <laughs> like i want their that's parents all that's to all live i think you can shorter than them like that's all i think you can ever hope for yeah 
you know, it's an inevitable thing. But if it's in order and people lived like long, happy lives. Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I, I don't I don't believe in getting like too, too upset. It's when it's cut short for some reason. That's upsetting. But if it's just it's a long life, I don't Okay. Cool. Uh, well, do you want to debut our new segment? <laughs> yes. Um, I think we're going to call it Missed Connections because we're literally just going to read some Missed Connections from the Craigslist boards in our respective towns. Yeah. Um, I have much less Missed Connections, obviously, than Jacob does because he's in a drastically bigger town. Um, oh, dubious. Okay, don't don't get ahead of yourself, but misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist, misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist. This is the longest song that we've done so far on the podcast. I want to start um, with one from Round Rock, Texas, which is just a couple miles north of me. Uh, the subject is pipe worker looking for pipe to work on. Which, yes. Excellent. That's what pipe workers do. <laughs> no, no, it's so what I've gotten from misconnections is it's a lot of, I would assume, gay men looking for hookups, but with ridiculous innuendos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like v- thinly veiled language. So pipe worker yeah. in Round Rock area looking to travel. Anyone looking to get their pipe worked on, hit me up with pipe pick and location. <laughs> And pipe pi- pick. I want so bad to just take a picture of a pipe or like find one on Google oh, Images and oh, send it yes. like, here's my pipe pick. I'm in North Austin. <laughs> like what you should like a huge like culvert that like goes under a bridge. Yeah. Be like, I got a big pipe. <laughs> you want to <laughs> see if you can see if you can fit this pipe. Yeah. You want to taste what's in this pipe? It's an aqueduct. So it's a lot of fresh water. Um, The first one in Bozeman just says in dubious AF. And I don't think they know what the word indubious means. <laughs> is that a because, word? Uh, yeah, I don't think I know what indubious means either, but I don't think this is how it's supposed to be used. And then the title just says, hopefully I get laid this week. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can all relate to that. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just like, I don't know. It'd be nice. Uh, this one is Walmart. And then it says, to all the beautiful black queens in there, love looking at you. Sincerely, a tatted white guy. Hope y'all look back too. Smiley face emoji. Uh, yeah. That's, see, now, I've, I've curated mine a little bit, and, and it's, it's frankly absurd and wrong and icky how, like, entitled to uh, opinion, opinions of women's body uh, strangers on the internet feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's and it's all men. Let's be honest. Yeah, anything honestly that was written by a female is usually spam. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no actual. They're all like, hit me up with a with a fake, you know, of this fake Gmail. Um, while you're looking for your next one, I'll just read uh, soapbox car wash. You were a very tan white female vacuuming out your white car. That's a red flag right there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is that a red flag? Uh, just a white female vacuuming out your white car. Like, might Did have... he capitalize that? No, but it's still weird. Oh. And then it says, you had on black shorts and an orange colored tank. You kept leaning into your car. Hope you see this. It's like, dude, she's just trying to vacuum her car. That's she why kept she's leaning. leaning into your... Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Okay, this one just says RH. Don't have any fucking clue what that means. And then it says... It, it, it oddly ties into what we were just talking about. I saw you Friday afternoon. 
the world stood still only briefly enough for us to awkwardly wave at each other. Oh, my God. I was sitting on the concrete next to the funeral home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, dude. That's specific enough that she might remember. Uh, Here's one. I want to taste the rainbow. And then it's an emoji of a rainbow. Then it says, I miss musing my mouth. This damn mask is in my way. Light honey-toned 30-year-old female. <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah. I'm just going to rapid fire another couple here. Uh, the boy on the bike in Hyde Park. You, a handsome dark-haired creature on a bike. <laughs> creature, don't even care if you're yeah. human at all. Me, a tall drink of water on roller skates. We met at an intersection in Hyde Park, somewhere around Avenue F and 42nd. We both slowed, looked at one another, and you waved. You continued heading west, and I north, but not without looking back. Did you feel it, too? Oh, do you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Okay, Alex, this one. Are you missing the taste of milk, is the subject. (laughs) Have you tasted milk, and now you can't stop thinking about it? I can help. Uh, Now... For the people who aren't on the internet often, that is very, very clearly referring to breast milk. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh, thousand percent. You don't just advertise. I thought it was jizz. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, there's I like a kink culture in Austin, and it would not surprise me if it was like an adult nursing relationship. A&R, they call it on the webs. Oh, this one. This one's nice. This is called Black Four-Door Jeep Redhead. <laughs> okay. I was driving our loader down Rouse, which is a street in Bozeman, trying to get it to Belgrade, which is a trek. Not a trek, but if you're driving a fucking tractor, it's going to take you a while. Yeah. You looked up at me smiling and threw up a peace sign. I know redheads do it better, but damn, you're beautiful. All right. Mm. Was that you, Alex? Yeah, it was. (laughs) I drive a four-door Jeep, and I was like, peace, tractor man. This one is called Chat While We Edge. (laughs) Oh, and then it says, let's chat while we edge. Maybe share some. Don't be shy. <laughs> just just, you know, I, I appreciate someone who just lays it all out. Like, hey, I don't want to come, but I do want to chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what uh, that's what I just read one that just said that same thing. I um, just want to chat. This is my last one, Alex. It's called tonight at the gym. I was working out tonight at the gym. I was using a leg press machine. You came in wearing black workout pants that has ventilation on the sides. <laughs> you went to work your quads on the reverse leg press. We were less than four feet apart. And when I saw you, your head go down and the full figure of your body outline in front of me, I nearly oh, lost no. it. So no. sexual. I no. had to stop no. a few reps in. I no. was in danger of getting a boner during the workout. <laughs> what? That's the last one. Is that what it really says? Yeah disgusting (laughs) so gross um lost your info you would stop by and unload that's capitalized (laughs) all your stress and we would watch the tube and then again unload i get it only to stop by within a few days i live on the river (laughs) and would throw in a line catch a few fish get in touch again Hmm. there's also uh no punctuation in any of that that is, a, there's capital letters, but there's no commas or periods hmm. at all. All right. Um, do you have any more? Do you want to do a police blotter this week or should we, uh, should we just let it, let it be? Um, what's this? A fishing buddy. 
looking for a fishing buddy for the rest of summer, maybe ice fishing. Oh, that's just nice. Is that a, is that a euphemism? Oh, it must be because you can't ice fish in the summer. But gay men, please reach out to us. And not not that I think not that I'm 100% this is gay men, but just based on I've read some other euphemisms that I just can't pick up on. If that's a euphemism, let me know. Yeah, I might have to Urban Dictionary that one. And, and there's probably someone out there listening like, oh my God, how do you guys not know what ice fishing is? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Jacob, why don't you tell me what, what uh, ice fishing is? Uh, ice fishing is, uh, according to Urban Dictionary, uh, putting oh. multiple ice cubes <laughs> into a woman's vagina, then fucking her, or an excuse <laughs> men use to get away from their woman. In ice fishing, men go up north, ride snowmobiles, shoot stuff, and most importantly, get incredibly intoxicated. There is usually little or no actual ice fishing taking place. <laughs> ah, uh, ice fishing. Uh, actual ice fishing is you go out to a frozen lake, pond, what oh, have no, you. No, no, no. I thought you were going to come up with your own urban dip- dictionary oh, definition of ice fishing. Oh, oh, oh. It's when you get an ice cube. And you circle it around the butthole, yeah, and get it all nice and cold, and then you you uh, you put your finger in your mouth and get it warm, and then penetrate the cold butthole with your warm finger. Gotcha. I thought it was where you attached an ice cube to the end of a string, and then they the other person gaped themselves, and you could see if you could throw the ice cube in there. I like the idea of you know when you were a kid and you would like eat a noodle and it would get stuck in your throat and you could reach it and pull it back out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what ice fishing is. It's like a like but ice with, cube like with an ice cube. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so how far can, can you, you get imagine? It down <laughs> can you imagine how strange that would feel, either out of your mouth or pulling an ice cube out of your butthole? Oh man, yes. I wait. Have you ever <laughs> swallowed an ice cube and it's like stuck, and you're like, oh no, and then it melts, and you're yeah, like, oh yeah. <laughs> you're, but you just have to wait. I have. I've like choked on an ice cube it's essentially. Painful. And just had to wait and couldn't breathe and just waited for like a half a second yeah. to like, like get it down. <laughs> I have been there as well. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, dude, we might have to do like an Urban Dictionary um, uh, uh, segment as well and just, just hit like random on the old Urban Dictionary. Oh, man. Urban Dictionary is a lawless wasteland that to me is just like everyone's like, oh, Reddit, the front page of the internet i think urban dictionary should be the front page of the internet like people just need to educate themselves <laughs> yes a thousand percent i most of the things i know are from urban dictionary it's just oh yeah um we're just gonna skip the police blotter we're, we're our episode is long enough we will be back with the police blotter next week and it'll be jam-packed because yeah. I, I had some ready and so we'll just wait till next week um if you you know want uh, hot police blotter content before then just message us and you have to show us screenshots that you've messaged our podcast to at least five people telling them to listen to it yeah and then we'll just send you the police blotter and you can read it yourself yeah and you can make your own jokes this is a this is a, a collaborative podcast okay <laughs> alright I'll talk to you later man bye bye Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Urban Dictionary. Go ahead and look up the Kennebunkport surprise when you have the chance. 